Hey, I'm Camille Joy, and I'm the host of the Moments of Joy podcast. This podcast is dedicated to super moms that don't always feel so super, trauma victims that need an example of how God will pull you through, and those of you that are looking for a little joy. When we go through really hard times, we often feel like nobody can relate. But here on this show, we keep it real in transparency, we keep it real in support, and we keep it real in love for mamas all over the globe. Welcome to the show. I need the joy, the joy of the Lord in my heart. I need to make an exchange, Mm -hmm. my day even start, let your light shine. Welcome back to another episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. My name is Camille Joy, and I'm excited that you are here today. MVPs, thank you so much again for coming back to another episode. You guys have been amazing along this journey, and I hope that you feel special that I greet you every single time we open this show, because without you, there would be no me. So I appreciate you. Even all the new um, listeners that are beginning to jump on and share with their friends and post to social media. When you post this through your Instagram stories, be sure to tag me. I'll put it on my feed and um, share with the people that are watching my story. So welcome to today's show. I'm very excited about today's show. Um, As we go into 2022, I'm just so optimistic about the things that are to come. So a couple of announcements before we begin. On January 28th, I will be having an afternoon of encouragement for families raising children with special needs. You can go on to my website, mojpodcast.com, and look at the events and go ahead and register to that if you would like to share with your friends or pass it along to anyone that may need it. And then, mamas, drumroll please. We are going to Cancun. We're going to Cancun. Yes, we are. And that is the Cancun Mommy Getaway. We've already started the RSVP list. People are going to RSVP for no cost. And what that is going to do is alert you when I go live with the instructions um, and how to make your down payment to register. We are only taking a limited amount of people So you want to be the first to get on the list because once it's closed, no more spots will be added. So those are exciting things we have coming down the pipeline. Today, I'm sitting down with one of my new little sisters. She calls me like um, a second mom to her, but I'm not that old. I don't want to take that. (laughs) Even though my oldest child is a little bit um, younger than her, just a few years but her name is Kalina. She's a deaf young woman that is so amazing. I met her um, a few months ago on Clubhouse and she's made such an imprint on my heart, the way that she shines, the way that she advocates, the way that she is changing the narrative around what um, a disabled person looks like. And she's just such a beautiful person that I wanted you all to experience her. Um, so if you would, just keep listening in. And even if you don't have a child with a disability, these are all great learning experiences just to hear from someone else 
um, in order to pass that, you know, knowledge and understanding onto our children. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. I'm so excited to have with me today on the Moments of Joy podcast, Kalina Powell. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me today. Yes, you are so welcome. I met Kalina on Clubhouse, of course. Um, I mean, my listeners know I'm always talking about Clubhouse at this point. So <laughs> I'm so excited to have her. I met her through my support group that I do on Clubhouse for parents who are raising children with special needs or disabilities. And she comes in faithfully, not because she's a parent, but because she is representing the children that have grown up now. And she is a beautiful, deaf woman who is advocating for her community and I can't wait to hear from her today so I'm super proud of you Kalina <laughs> thank you so much you're like a mom to me honestly on top I was like I don't know where I'll be without you like you know, yeah. Thank you so much. Well, let's get into it. Um, you talk a lot about your mom and her raising you um, as a single mom. Um, and so growing up, what was it like for you? Um, you know, coming into acceptance, um, you know, learning to love yourself um, and all the things. So, um. For me, like growing up with a single mom, um, it was something that it kind of opened my mind a lot in terms of having two parents. Um, I would say like for me, like my mom was really focused on me. I was the only child she had. I was the first child and I, she was a young mom. Like my mom had me in a super young, and I think she was like what, 21 or 22 and she had me. Yeah. And so um, with seeing her growing up and seeing her being young, and she has so much energy, and I think because I got the energy from her when she was young, and she just like had the energy, and she just always threw it at me, and I'm like, oh my god, mom. And my mom was always working. She was a hardworking woman. She always taught me that never rely on a man for no money. And I think that was something that always had it in within me until this day. And especially my grandmother, because it all passed down to my grandma. My grandma was a single mom too of three kids, so that was. That's how we all got into being a strong, independent woman. That's how my mom taught me, my grandma taught me, even my aunt taught me. So there was a lot of single women in the family at the time. You know, no one would really got married, I would say. So it's something that um, that I learned. So that's how I build my self-esteem in that way. That's awesome. Your mom sounds amazing. And you're always talking about her. And I just love her. And I never met her yet. <laughs> but I love how she um, raised a strong woman like yourself. Um, now, were you born deaf? No, I actually became deaf at the age of four. Wow. And so what was that like? Did something happen? Um, so something actually did happen. I had an infection. However, uh, my doctor prescribed me airdrop, um, like a really strong antibiotic airdrop, I don't remember. And so I guess it looked like I went to daycare. Either one, the daycare didn't follow instruction of when to put the airdrop in my ear, or they put too much in my ear. Within that one day, um, I went home, and that's when my hearing was gone, that one day. Wow. So did you already know how to talk at this point and to tell your mom that you couldn't hear? So what happened was, I wouldn't even, I didn't even realize, 
because I was four, I was sitting in front of the TV. I'm thinking I would hearing things, but um, I would I was sitting in front of the TV. My mom really called me like, Kalina, Kalina, hello, can you not hear me? I'm like, Mom, I, what, what? I can't hear you. And she thought I was joking, but I wasn't because um, when she tapped my shoulder, I literally jumped. Like when I tell you guys jump, I freaked out. And she's like, uh, I called you like 20 times. And I said, no, you didn't. And she's like, huh? And then, so, cause she was so close to me, so I could hear her. But when she's so far away, I couldn't hear. And so when I explained to her, I can't hear. And then my grandma was in there, luckily. But she called my grandma panicking. And my grandma spoke to me on the phone. And I said, I can't hear the phone. I was so frustrated because I didn't know what was happening. And my grandma said, Kate rushed home from the hospital to see me. And then my grandma said, this is not a joke. She is deaf, I think. I um, we went to my family's office. The next day, my family thought that it was too late. There's nothing we can do for cleanup. Right now, we have to take her to an audiologist. Oh my goodness. I can't even imagine that. And how, as a mom, I would feel so much anger, number one, at the doctor and the school. But then um, having to go from that point to still having you to go to school what was that like from now? Okay, now you're four years old and now you've got to go to kindergarten and first grade and you've got to learn to adapt with a life that you never knew before. Honestly, I was taken into a whole new lifestyle that I didn't even think of. I was taken a whole new communication, the way of to speak and the way to learn. And honestly, when I grew up, my family was really smart, actually. What they did was they decided to put me into a deaf school and a hearing school. So mixed with both. So in the morning, I would go to my deaf school and in the afternoon, I would go to hearing school. Just to kind of balance out for me to learn what it's like to be around the hearing community and with the deaf community just because I'm the only person that's deaf in my family. And so my family is also learning too how to communicate with me. And so they were really, um, they're very careful and thoughtful of what they were doing with me. They were like, okay, clean it to go to a deaf school and this and this and this. And so I guess because I was able to balance two schools, it actually helped me to go strictly through the hand school when I got older. Um, I ended up stopped going to my deaf school when I was grade one or two. And it was because it was, the school was far, super far for me. And so my mom said, okay, you know, we're gonna have to try and put her strictly to hand school full day. So I remember the first day, full day. I did not like it. I would, I would just, a lot of kids make fun of me because the teacher has to wear like an FM system, like a speaker for me. Uh, a lot of kids would like literally make fun of me. And my best friend had to pick on the bully for me. I had to stick up for myself and it was just consistent at me. And I, I did not stop getting bullied until I was grade five. So it was just a long journey for me. It was just a long journey for myself and my family because they have to consistently go to the school, go to the school, go to the school. And Luckily, um, my mom actually got me some social work. I remember, I think it was, I don't remember what grade I was, my mom showed up with the past social work and she's like, yeah, I'm a social work now. You can't mess with me and my daughter. She's like, my mom went crazy. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. She went really crazy. And since that day, I would say probably grade four, grade five, that's when the bully slowly stopped. I guess the principal got scared because like, oh my God, like she just throws the work. She can report us if we're not doing anything. Uh, so it was a lot of um, challenging for me when I was growing up. But at the end of the day, I realized that when I get older, this is going to be my world. I'm going to be surrounded by him person 24-7 because 
it's very rare to see someone that is stuck. Yes. Oh my goodness. I think about that all the time when it comes to Mason, he's four. And I think about whether I want him to go to public school for that very reason. In my heart, I want him to go to private autistic school because when I hear stories from people of the disability community, it just terrifies me. And I, and I, I want him, yes, to be, you know, included and inclusive, but then at the same time, I want him to be around people who understand him and know him too. Yeah. So I can t totally um, understand what, what you went through. And, and look at you now, though. Look at the amazing woman <laughs> that you are today. I'm just, I can't even imagine because you would, you would think someone that's gone through that has low self-esteem and, but you're shining. All of that has created strength um, within you. So I'm just super proud of you. So you got to um, the fifth grade now and um, the bullying has stopped and, and shout out to your mom, Mama Bear, showing <laughs> up for her baby like we often do when there is trouble. <laughs> yes, and we are, moms are our children's biggest advocates. So we have to. Um, but the thing I loved about you from the start is that you don't ever try to hide um, who you are. You stand up for this community. And I love that about you. Um, and so we'll get back to that. But when you, when you got to the fifth grade um, and then into high school, how was it making friends? And, and did they become more inclusive? Um, when I got to middle school, it was... I guess because I went to the same school with the same people I went with elementary school. So it's kind of similar. Um, there were a few people that were there from my elementary. Um, it was okay. I would say it wasn't too bad. Um, yes, I did have a little bit of difficulty um, just because it was a little bigger classroom, I would say, and a lot of different, it was more multicultural actually when I went to middle school. It was very different expected like like people were just mixed and there was a lot of mixed kids and I feel like they couldn't relate to where I come from but I guess because like I'm come from a, a multicultural background and um but I was, middle school wasn't too bad I would say um but I actually got better over time and also too the reason why I wasn't not having that much difficulty is because everybody in my neighborhood actually knew my mom and they all went to the same middle school had me so it it, it would a lot easier for me to make friends since then. But when I got to high school, that was a lot of difficulty because my mom moved me to a different school because she wanted me to expand my connection, expand my friends. And she really wanted me to kind of feel uncomfortable because that's the whole purpose of life. You're gonna be in a situation that's gonna be uncomfortable. And my mom did that to push me, to show me that you can do it. And so I went to high school, it was, I, I guess I would say my social butterfly got bigger and I didn't even know where it came from. And um, it was a lot easier in high school than when I was younger, I would say. High school was super chill. Everybody just wanted to be friends with everybody because it was a new school for everybody. And then I guess because high school, like on TV, you know, drama, everybody just wanted to be friends with everybody. So I guess that's why high school was a lot easier for me. 
Wow. And you just have the most amazing personality. I was writing things down. Um, so I want you to give your mom a message for me and tell her that she is amazing and tell her thank you. I know she's going to probably listen to this episode and you'll send it to her, but she is amazing. Yeah. yeah for making you feel uncomfortable in the moment where she knew that, okay, my daughter's turning into a woman now. I need to um, allow her to feel uncomfortable so that now she can show up in the boardrooms or on the stages to speak and all the other things that she'll need in life. So she knew that. Also, you pointed out your community. Community is so important. And so everybody in your community knew who you were. Um, and knew about your family. And so that created a, a, like a support system for you. And I love that. Um, I would love for you to speak about what happened or what was the turning point for you that made you say, I'm going to become an advocate. I'm going to become a voice for this community. I'm never gonna hide it. I'm gonna shine my light. I'm gonna speak out about it. I'm gonna do all the things. What was that? What was that moment for you? Um, it all started when I was working at Canada Wonderland, and my hair was in a ponytail because I would, I was cooking. I was a cooker. I was a chef, and um, my boss told me to come to the front, which is where the cashier was, and so I did that, and I did my job, mind my own business. It was break time, and I went on a break. I went for a walk. My hair was still in a ponytail. My hair and it was trying very well. A little boy approached me. He said, Miss, Miss. I'm like, oh, are you lost? And he's like, no, I'm deaf too. Look, my hair needs. I'm like, oh my God. And his mom would, she didn't ball cry, but she would show joy, like so much joy. And like she was just like, oh my God, you're deaf. Oh my God, thank you so much for showing your hair needs. Cause I try to show my son like, he can do anything in the world, even if he doesn't see someone that is deaf. And finally, he came across you at Canada's Wonderland. And I've, I'm right there, and the mom said to me something that really touched you. She said, since you did a little thing like that, you will change the world. And I was like, you know what? And right there, and to me, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Because this is kind of like that. Because a little boy can't look at someone like him. And it's like, what? It's like, why? And I guess because, you know, again, there's so many slack of resources and lack of support. There's no, no one really talks about the disability community, especially in high school, no one talks about that. And there should be a course for that and to be inclusive, advocating all that. And that's when I wanted to be an advocate for my community. Oh my goodness. See, I love you even more. <laughs> I love it because as a, as a mom, it is important. We look for that. And so we want our children to have role models and to see that, you know what, this isn't anything bad. Nope. You're not weird. You're not broken, but look how she's shining. Um, and so I thank you so much. I'm so proud of you. Can you tell the listeners where they, what are you doing? First of all, before we get to where they can find you, what are you doing now? What do you do today? So right now, big, big exciting news. I am upcoming mental health coaching business now. So which means that I'll be coaching people who have a disability and women as well and has, and anybody in general. But my main focus is definitely my community, obviously, because there's no coach in the disability community. There's not. 
I want to be the first one. I want to be the next Beyonce for my community. And the second thing I'm doing is I'm an upcoming author. So I'm writing a book about myself and the hand community. So about the hand community can get a perspective of what it's like to be deaf in the hand community. And the third thing is I am also, oh, there's a lot of things I'm thinking about doing. <laughs> I was, someone actually came, came to me on Clubhouse and said, why don't you do your own podcast for the deaf community? That'd be really cool. And I was like, what? I'm like, yes! I about that. And then she's like, do it. I'm like, okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking about doing that. So I think that will be my next project, 100%. And as well, I'm part of uh, a number one organization in Canada, uh, Adopt Appreciation of Canada. So I'm part of their community. So I'll be doing a lot of work with them as well and kind of giving awareness within the hearing community just because I'm super out there now with podcasts. I'm really trying to draw a big community with me and kind of bring them out too. Yes, because you are in Canada, right? Yes, I am. Yes, I'm I'm just so proud of you and um I'm so glad that you spoke up and that you uh, were looking to be on podcasts. Where can the listeners find you? My listeners can find me, find me, find me, find me. You guys can find me on Instagram, which is Deaf Queen Boss, or I have a website now, which is cleanerempowerment.com. So those are the two main sources you guys can find. Okay, awesome. And I'll put that in the link of the description, uh, the description of the show so that they can find it. And did you see my reel doing sign language with Mason? I would love to learn how to do sign language. I'm just learning. I you are? Yes. I've been doing it. So I have more. I yes. have um, all done, right? All done, yeah. Okay, I have help. Yeah. Okay. And then I have um your turn. Oh, yeah. what's this? Eat. 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 Okay. Yes. And what what did what else did you just do? Um eat or hungry. And then you just oh. this one? Yes. My turn. My turn. Okay. Your turn. Okay. Okay. You got it, though, Mom. That's so funny that I'm teaching you sign language. I love it. Well, this was a lot of fun, Kalina. I'm super proud of you. I'm honored to know you and have met you, and I look forward to continuing to support you on and off of Clubhouse. So you um, have an amazing day. You too. Thank you so much. You're welcome, everyone. Don't forget, episodes are released every Wednesday, and you always have the option to choose joy. Bye-bye.